Okay, you have asked for it, so here it is. We have an amazing episode today that is going to help you pack the school lunches. One of the worst parts of back to school, I think for me, is having to think about lunches, meal plan for lunches, make the lunches, unpack the lunches, scrub the disgusting lunch boxes after school, all the parts. So we are going to make it at least easy for you to feel like you are putting the right thing in the lunch and keep the bad things out. So Maria Hickman has been on before. Go back and check out episode 43. Last year she was on talking about what we eat and how it is directly affecting our our lifestyle and our brain and our body function. So she is a certified brain and wellness coach. She's the founder of Swap It Healthy. So follow her on Instagram and check out her website. She's got a bunch of different programs for especially kids with ADD and teaches you how to swap those foods out for healthier options. So she is on today. You're going to love this episode. Get a pencil and paper and just write them down. Maybe put them on your fridge for a couple weeks just to make it super duper easy for yourself. And she made so many suggestions that just makes me feel like I can do this. And it's a new year, a new time to make great lunches for our kids. Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Okay, I'm so excited for today's episode. We have Maria Hickman back, the founder of Swap It Healthy. Thanks for being back, Maria. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Yeah, so I had to call in the big guns. I had to call you in because we have been talking all things back to school, and I am hearing from moms that they are overwhelmed as can be, not only dreading packing lunches, but also just overwhelmed at what to put what not to put if you're wanting to think about more natural foods, but also just finding things that kids will actually eat to get their buy-in. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that, just how to get our kids to understand the importance of what goes into their lunch, that it's not about just what they like, but that we're (laughs) we're actually doing this for the body. So thank you so much for being on and you've got some great tips for us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. So, you know, you're right. Here's what the problem is. We, as a society, we eat for comfort, we eat for pleasure, and that is not what we were designed to do. We were eat to fuel our body, to nourish our body, to give our body the nutrients that it needs to perform at its absolute best. And so unfortunately, as time has evolved and we've gotten away from that, more and more and more diseases shown up, uh, diabetes, cancer, and younger and younger people than we've ever seen before. And it has a lot to do with our diet and lifestyle. So when we are making lunches for kids, 
we need to look at that as almost like a pillbox. So I've got this, I've got these lunches, they're called lunch bots and they're little containers and they have five separate containers within the lunchbox container. And when I go to make my kids lunches, there's a purpose for every single little spot in that container. And I think of it as a pillbox. How is this going to help my kids? How am I nourishing them? And oh my so gosh, I, I love that right there. That's all we need to know. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Right. It just, and then it simplifies it. It takes the guessing out of it. You know, what goes in every compartment. And so today I'm going to share with you the five things that need to be in the lunch. And then the five things that need to stay out of the lunch. And really these are all for making sure their brains are developing, their gut health is good, and their concentration and focus in school is going to be at their optimal levels, which is really what we need going into the school year and helps their immune system stay strong. So it's a win-win all around. Well, exactly. And that's what, and I've been saying that, um, especially to my seven-year-old little stepson, he's like, no, I don't really like that. And I said, I don't care. Your body does. <laughs> I don't know how to not be snarky, honestly, when I, when I teach about these things, because I don't care what you like. I mean, I do. And I try to find some things, but it's just so frustrating. The kids have this mindset that it's about their enjoyment only. Right. And there's time for that, right? Like, trips to the ice cream uh, store, um, times where birthday celebrations, parties. These are the times where you don't make your kids feel like outcast. You allow them to enjoy. But about 90% of the time, especially when it's stuff we can control, we really need to be feeding them nutrient stuff. And it's hard because it takes kids up to 15 times eating something for them really to develop a palate and taste for it. And a lot of times moms just get so frustrated, totally understandably, but if they would just hang in there and push, keep presenting it, keep offering it, they will eventually eat a lot of the foods that they, that we think they won't eat. Well, and I tell them that I, I, I don't know when I learned that statistic, but I say it takes 15 times. I think I say 17, but um, it takes 15 times, make this number 11. And they just look at me like, oh, and I've said that to my kids for years and years. So did your kids, what was the transition like when you when you learned more, when you became um, just way more in tune with everything, did you have some kids that were more resistant than others? Because you're five, so I have five too. So I feel like that's like, it's totally night and day between kids too, right? Oh, every kid is different. And I still have a kid in my house who doesn't eat meat. I call him a carbitarian. All he eats is carbs, which goes against everything I believe, right? And so for it's him, like the shoemaker's kid doesn't have nice shoes. Right, yeah. exactly. And so it's so frustrating. And he's 18 now. So he is an adult. He can go out and buy his own things. He does his own thing. And, you know, all I can say is that I have taught him. He has the foundation of knowledge. As he goes on through life, he's going to have to make some decisions on his own. But I will tell you, when he's in this house and he's eating, he eats the worst of the best, right? So it's it's a it's a you know cauliflower pizza crust, but he's still making pizza, which I'm fine with because it's organic. He's not eating the herbicides and pesticides. I I buy good quality cheese, good quality pepperoni, if if there is such a thing. And so like it is the best of the worst. And I can only do what I can do, but um, sneaking in, he, he does like carrots. It's one of his only vegetables he likes. So I try hard to make sure he eats that every day. He's, he's picky, but we're, we, you just meet them where they're at and you do the best you can. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you. I'm, we're, I think we're all relieved that you even have a child that, <laughs> that bumps you because it is like a game with this one will eat this and this one will eat this. And so when you're, so, okay, I won't interrupt you anymore. Go for it. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. to hear. I'm just excited. <laughs> I love it. So let's dive into the five things that everybody needs to have in their lunchbox and why. Um, because I think it's important that you understand the why behind a lot of these things and not just that I'm telling you to put these in your lunch. So the most important thing to have in your kid's lunch is a good quality protein. And the reason for that is because protein allows you to stay fuller longer and it's a great source of energy. So by the time they get to lunch, their brain is kaput, they're done, right? They are either exhausted from the day of playing or whatever they're doing, whatever their age group is, and they need something to give them energy and to help stay focused for the rest of the day. Protein is that. So what do I mean by a good protein? Well, peanut butter for people who don't eat meat is a decent one. You have to make sure that you have the right kind of peanut butter. Valencia peanuts are the best because they're grown above the ground, not in the ground. So they have a lot less mold. Um, I have only found Valencia peanuts at Trader Joe's and Costco. The Costco brand peanut butter, the organic one is actually Valencia peanuts. It's really good. Um, so for those of you that, you know, have picky kids, um, super picky peanut butter and jelly is not a terrible thing to add to the lunch. If you're swapping out the ingredients with decent ingredients. So what do I mean by that? You use Dave's killer bread. Um, it's all organic. So you're going to eliminate the pesticides and herbicides. You use a jelly that has nothing but fruit in it. And believe it or not, they do sell it, or it's very easy to make in your own home. And then you use a good quality peanut butter like the Kirkland brand Valencia peanuts. So it's not that you have to go in and destroy your kid's world and take everything away from them. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of switching things out. There's also these chicken tenders that are fantastic that you can get. They're made by Tyson. They're gluten-free and organic. And what I do is um, they're breaded. Tyson has a good one? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. It's on my Swap It Healthy Instagram account, the, the swap for those. Um, and it's all organic and gluten-free. I throw those in the air fryer um, and pack it with like a little um, hummus packet or a healthy ranch packet. And my kids will eat those. So there's tons of different ideas that you can do for protein, but really getting a good solid protein in is really good for development, for concentration. The other thing is, is a healthy carb. And so, you know, a lot of people get very stuck on this they think carbs are bad. Carbs are not bad. Carbs are amazing. And we need those for fuel. They're really great for gut health. The problem is, is that the majority of the carbs that people eat nowadays are terrible, right? They're just highly processed. Um, they're garbage, they're garbage. And so making sure that you're eating a healthy carb. So um, organic brown rice is a great one to add in. Quinoa is a great carb. It's so good for brain health. Um, and so it's really important that we eat those types of healthy carbs, you know, organic potatoes, not a whole lot of, um, a nutritional value in there, but if you had to put some sort of potato in, I would just make sure that it's organic because they are grown underground. So they get loaded with pesticides and herbicides. Um, so, and then obviously vegetables, um, can equal out a healthy carb, you know, if, I understand that kids don't like vegetables, but a lot of times 
It's just reintroducing and preparing them. So they taste well, salt and pepper. And, you know, even if you have to add a little uh, garlic and butter in there, whatever it is to get the kids to eat it. Um, those are wonderful to use as a healthy carb. And then fruit, you want to make sure that you have fruit. Um, it is so important for our micronutrient levels. Fruits are loaded with micronutrients. And so not only getting fruit in there, but also changing it up. When you go to the grocery store, what I like to do um, with fruit and vegetables, especially for the kids that are much more open to eating, you know, different things is pick out five different ones. And every day, give them a different fruit and a different vegetable because our gut loves diversity. It loves to have a bunch of different stuff. It's not a matter of having a ton of one thing. It's having a little bit of a lot of different things. So mixing it up, our gut really likes. So fruits, veggies is the fourth one um, to make sure that you have in that little spot. Like I said, a lot of times veggies are easier to eat when you have a dipping, something to dip it in, hummus guacamole, um, ranch, primal kitchen makes a really great ranch that I really like with very healthy ingredients. Um, so, so yeah, don't you love it? It's such a great, and then you can like have dressing and you, you don't feel like you're hurting your body, which is not true for all dressing. So, um, mm -hmm. having a veggie and then most importantly, something fun. I switch this up a lot. My staple for something fun is the juice plus gummies that I give my kids just because, um, in those, they get 32 different fruits and vegetables and berries and they're sweet. So they're kind of like a Just gummy. Love them. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you're like, <clears throat> you're winning as a mom, you're getting them to get the diversity of fruit, vegetables, and berries, but then they're also getting a sweet treat. So it's a win-win, but on days that I don't just pack them the juice plus, then I will um, add in like a little block of hue chocolate. Um, and then there's the uh, pure fruit uh, snacks that Costco sells. The brand is pure and it's literally just fruit. Um, there's also those made good granola balls. They have a little bit of chocolate or dried fruit mm -hmm. in them. Um, so it doesn't always have to be perfect, but I will tell you, your kids will love to open it up to a sweet treat every single day. So those are my five things that go in all those little compartments in the lunchbox that I use. Um, well, and I think that even the nature of the lunchbox open like that, is if you're still putting your kids stuff in a bunch of different baggies, they're going to just grab the baggie that they like. But if it's all sitting there, it's almost like a, you know, in your kid's room when they're little and you put all the clothes, all the toys down low and they're, it's easy to grab. It's yep. different than getting them out of the closet. And so just that, do you have like an affiliate link for that lunchbox? <laughs> I do. I can send it yes. to you. Yay. Yes, absolutely. It is like my favorite, favorite uh, lunchbox. It's so easy. Now that my older kids are in high school, they won't use it anymore, obviously. Um, but they also eat a lot more, so it doesn't hold enough food for those boys. But, um, and I would say eighth grade and under, it's a perfect accessory to have for lunch. Awesome. That's perfect. Well, good. And those seem like those seem doable and, and the kids would like them. So that is, I'm relieved. I'm feeling like a big, deep breath. <laughs> it is everything. Everything about health is simple. It's just not that easy, right? Like mm -hmm. it is very simple and very easy, but it's not as easy as it sounds. And it just takes a habit of building the process. And once you get the habits in place, it is very simple. I maybe spend five minutes on, on kids' lunches in the morning, like per kid, about five minutes. It's, you know, and I have like a good thing, a good organi organized thing. So I'll make like, if I'm going to pack them brownies, 
I'll use simple mills, brownie mix. I make them on Sunday. Anything I got to prepare ahead of time, I'll do on Sunday. And then it's just a matter of grab and go, grab and go. So it helps. Well, and, to, and to me, you're like the authority on this. So you saying that we're allowed to have something fun is like, it's giving me permission, you know, <laughs> because, okay, because I know because I, I don't know what it is, but when it's like, you're trying to do good, you think you have to be perfect. It's the same with, with adults and losing weight. Like if you can never have anything fun again, like what's the point of living? Absolutely. And it's always like this hardcore extreme. It's like, we're either all the way over here or we're all the way over here. And it's like, no, don't complicate it. There are some things that really you try your best to keep out of your diet, but for the most part, everything in moderation. And that's what makes a really healthy individual. Mm -hmm. Well, and as soon as, as soon as you tell your kids, you're never having that, that's all they're going to want. And so it's so it's, it's like the psychological game of like, cause they'll look at me and they were my, my three were just with their grandma. And so they brought home, I mean, all of this stuff. And they were like, we told Grammy, you were going to be so mad. And I'm like, don't give that to me. I'm not going to be mad, but I am. It's like this psychological battle about certain things that mom wouldn't want. So can you speak to that just for like a second? Well, I'm getting, I'm getting, getting some counseling here. <laughs> just look at us as adults, right? You tell me that I can't have chocolate. I, I'm only going to want chocolate. It's just our nature. It's our human mm -hmm. nature. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. And if you happen to have kids who are as strong-willed as I am, they're not going to want you telling them what to do either. And so really when grandma does that, you know, it, it is inevitable. You're not going to go yell at grandma and tell her not to do it. But you basically, when they bring it home, okay, guys, now it's the house of moderation. You can have it, but we're going to put it away and we'll do it in little drips here and there. You're not going to eat the whole bag of Skittles today, right? It's not going to happen. So you know, it's just something it's finding balance and it's not, and it is, it, it is a mindset that we have to change. Like, oh, when we're in this house, we're totally clean, but then we go splurge and eat like, you know, all this terrible right. stuff. No, that's not what it's about. It's about just finding a balance in our lifestyle and making it work for us in this house. We eat clean, but when we go out to dinner with friends, we're not stressing, right? We're not, we're right. not going to embarrass anybody and, and be like, oh, I can't have that. We just live life. But if you can make your house a clean environment, that's what our ultimate goal should be as parents. Right, exactly. In my opinion. And then I had a neighborhood party and I brought it all there. Is that awful? There you go. See, you're the, you're the queen of the neighborhood. All the kids loved you, except your own kids. It did occur to me like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to think I buy all of this. It did. It did. I'm not going to lie. But I got over my ego. There you go. Who cares? <laughs> so okay, anyway, so the, those were the, the five things to add in. I want to talk about the five things that we need to add out. And these get a little bit more complicated only because it is like an, a degree to learn how to read labels, right? I'm sure that you have dealt with this. It's hard. It takes time, which is one of the reasons why I developed Swap It Healthy is because I wanted to just show people, just go buy this. I've already done the reading of the labels. It, mm -hmm. This is a better product. Let me just make it simple for you. But for the people who really want to start educating themselves, you know, these are the things that you're going to want to leave out. So the very first thing that, especially when I am working with people, the first thing I take out is food dyes. 
<clears throat> reason being is that food dyes literally are like gasoline to a fire to our brains and kids with ADD, it is triple the effect with them, yeah. um, with their brains. So food dyes are one of the easiest and best things to take out when you're starting to make changes. All you have to do is look on the back of the label. The food dyes are usually the bottom ingredients. You're going to look for red 40, blue lake, uh, yellow five, things like that. If it has anything like that in there out, do not purchase it. Just put it on the shelf and forget about it. So Vote with your that. dollars, <laughs> right? Exactly. And there's so many good options out there anymore. There's really no reason. It's so to. different now. Moms today have no idea how lucky they are. Really? When my kids were like your older ones, wasn't it different for us oh. even like 10 years ago? Terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. like impossible. Yeah. It's so much better now. Um, basically 10 years ago, all you, if you were doing this, all you could eat is fruits, vegetables, meat, that's mm -hmm. it. You know, everything else was, uh, they just weren't making healthier options. So thank God for all of us going and voting with our dollar because yeah. we are changing the landscape of what's available in grocery stores. So absolutely so grateful for that. Um, the other thing is seed oils. A lot of people don't realize, man, seed oils are so inflammatory to our bodies and to our brain. So what do I mean by seed oils? I mean, vegetable oil, canola oil, um, sapphire oil. Um, what else is there? Vegetable, canola, sapphire, sunflower, um, grape seed oil, all of these different oils that are in most dressings, most potato chips, most tortilla chips, like most bread. Um, if you start reading ingredients, you're going to see, let me break it down to you. The oils that you want, avocado, coconut, olive oil. Those are really the three that you want to stick with. Anything other than those, you're getting into an inflammatory state. Just stay away from it. Um, mm -hmm. So seed oils, really, they got to be out of the lunch as well. And then refined sugar. So one of the biggest crops in the United States that is GMO is sugarcane. And what does that mean? Well, GMO are genetically modified organisms that our body just does not recognize as food. So the pure organic sugar that we used to have 40 years ago is not the sugar that they're putting in uh, foods today. Most mm -hmm. of it is high fructose corn syrup, by the way, which is a total no-no. But anything sugar, high fructose corn syrup, any of these sugars that are chemically altered in a lab, like um, dextrose, circlose, uh, maltodextrin, um, all of, there's 56 different names for sugars right now. It's insane. Yeah. And so anything like that, you want to make sure is out. Um, I have a uh, little form that has all the 56 different names on it. Um, if anybody wants it, they can let me know. But basically for sugars, you want to look for coconut sugar. Stevia is okay in moderation. Sometimes stevia can spark a little bit of a sugar craving because it's so intense with its flavoring. Um, I don't like the flavor of it for some reason. It's, it's got a chemical taste to it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but I love coconut sugar, love honey, love maple syrup, um, any of the real natural stuff. A lot of my keto people like to use monk fruit, which isn't terrible um, if you like the taste of it, um, but really just stay with natural sweetness. Anything that's natural is going to be better. And sugar wouldn't be as bad if it wasn't all this GMO product. It's just a shame that they've ruined it. 
So what about just like the organic sugar that you can get like at Trader Joe's? Yeah, I'm sure that's going to, especially if you're making sweets at home, like if you're making things from scratch, that's the best way. But the stuff that you're buying in the stores, if it says sugar in it, I wouldn't, I would stay away. It's not, yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. Well, now that we know that we get to put a fun treat in our lunches, then I'll be more motivated to bake something on the weekend, you know? Because usually I'm just feeling like it's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah, gotta, we gotta have fun in life. What is, what, (laughs) you know? And then pesticides and herbicides. These are one of the top leaning things that are changing gut health for everybody because they're in everything. I mean, even if you're buying organic, you're still getting a level of herbicides and pesticides in your food. It's almost impossible to get away from it. But by eating organic, you're limiting how much you're getting. So it is always still better to buy organic than not. But pesticides and herbicides are just tearing apart our gut. If you think about it, they are made to kill, right? So what happens when we eat things that are loaded with pesticides and herbicides? It's killing our gut bacteria. We want this gut bacteria. A lot of the good guys are there to make us healthy, to help us stay regular and not get constipated, just to have optimal gut health. Optimal gut health leads to optimal brain health. When you have a really bad gut, it really messes with your brain. And so these things are all interconnected. And so making sure that we're really taking care of the gut by limiting how many pesticides and herbicides that we have is super important. So we want all of that. Well, yeah, I remember learning when my kids were little that also, especially like the Roundup and different things, it's to mess up the reproductive systems of the bugs so that it's not eating it. And that's why we've seen such fertility issues. And it just horrified me because I want to be a grandma more than anything. Right? We deserve (laughs) that gift and that blessing. Exactly. No, I I just heard that they're supposedly going to be taking Roundup off off the shelves in like 2023. And I'm like, why are you waiting? Let's just, this, this should have been off the shelf five years ago right. when all of the billion dollars were awarded for cancer lawsuits. What are we doing? I it's know. amazing to me how these big companies have so much pull. Makes mm-hmm. me so yeah, that's pesticides and herbicides are a big one. And then lastly, MSG, you know, everybody thinks MSG is Chinese food, right? That's usually what we think of when we think of it, but believe it or not, it's in our Doritos, it's in Pringles. It's in a lot of common things that we give to our kids and MSG for brain health. It's almost as bad as food dyes. It really has no place. So just, you know, by eliminating the the food dyes, by eliminating the seed oils, those two alone are going to take care of the MSG because people are not making products with MSG in it with avocado oil. It's not happening. So (laughs) if you can find, you know, like uh, Boulder Canyon makes an unbelievable potato chip. It is so good. And they use avocado oil. Um, They've got the thin ones, the thick ones, the ruffled ones. No reason to buy these other potato chips that are made with canola oil and vegetable oil. Mm -hmm. This, This is a great option for it. So those are the kind of things for everything your kid likes. There's a swap and it might take them 10 to 15 times of eating it to appreciate the swap, but it's so worth it for their gut and brain health. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that list. It's wonderful. Um, As you see inflation, I mean, as food costs are horrifying, especially if you're listening to two moms of five, we get it. It's awful. Do you have just a couple quick extra bonus hacks for where to grocery shop? 
Costco yeah. you've mentioned. Yeah, Costco is a big one for me. Um, here's where we get really messed up with this is we buy the healthy uh, processed food and it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. This might be a time where we look back and we're grateful because it's going to cause most of us to get back to snacking with oranges and apples and pistachios yeah. and walnuts and taking us back to eating whole real food. Because honestly, in the end, you do it is much less expensive to eat those for snacks than it is to be buying the Boulder Canyon Ranch potato chips or the pure fruit bars. Those are a treat, but really when, when our kids are asking for snacks, you know, use the economy as the excuse. Sorry, guys, I can't afford to buy that junk anymore. You got to have an orange, you got to have an apple. And I think, you know, more of us that do that, we're going to see our bills not get as crazy, but mm-hmm. also um, our gut health and our, and our health of our families get better. But, you know, Costco is a great resource. Um, there are some of those community um, trucks that come out with vegetables, you know, local farmers market mm-hmm. type of things. I being in Ohio, I just can't find ones that I really appreciate. You know, we get them in the summer, but then they're gone in the winter. And so, um, but if you have that available to you, that's great. And then I buy all of my meat from a farm. So I buy a cow every year, a pig every year, chickens. um, And I get all of my meat from there. It was the best investment ever to get a deep freezer. And we just put all of our stuff organized in the deep freezer and all of our meat comes from there. It's cheaper. It is way better tasting and it is leaps and bounds better for your body. So those are the kind of things we do to save. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And I think that is a really great point that the pendulum always swings one way and then it swings back. And during the last recession, 2008 recession, we stayed home more. We played more board games. It was some great years. And if we're baking more, making real food, cooking more, eating more fruits and vegetables, there's, there's always a way to, to see the positive. And that is a really, really great point. And yeah, just the package stuff. I think that that's hilarious. When I first switched to a lot of organics, my kids said that it was health food and it would be like, organic tortilla chips, you know? And I'm like, you guys, you're not understanding. This is not healthy just because it's organic. So to make those distinctions, to be defining words, to making our children be critical thinkers. And if they're that older age, have them look into some of these, have them research it. And I had to do this for Snapchat. The kids had to give me the dangers or the warnings. If they wanted Snapchat, they had to do some research. And so maybe just say, I'll buy whatever you can prove to me to buy. You know, maybe we need to flip this script a little bit because for our strong-willed older kids, I'm not saying for little kids, but I didn't know until I started educating myself. And so teach your kids the reason why. 100%. Oh, so important. So important. And I don't feel like they're ever too young to learn the reason why. I think if you do it in appropriate ways, and you use appropriate words at all ages, they can understand the why. And I think when they understand the why, then they know how much you care. And it's a, it's a deeper, more intimate reason of putting food in our body that loves us as much as we love it. And so that's, I love that. That is great. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for all of these tips. It really is helpful. And sometimes we just need like a readjustment again. We just need a little refresher 
we get in the rut of where we're shopping, what we're buying, what we're teaching the kids, taking those extra time to have those conversations. And so that's what seasons are for. That's why back to school is a great reset. And thank you so much for those tips. So you have a lunchbox workshop. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah. Healthy lunchbox workshop. So yeah, I'm so excited about it. It's going to be online and free to everybody. I wanted to create something where everybody can join in on the fun and just watch me create the lunch boxes. I'll actually be holding up different um, items to be putting in there so that people can see visually what I'm talking about. And it's going to be August 18th from seven until 8 PM online. Um, even though it's free, you do have to sign up. So I would offer to all of your listeners, if they want to text me the word lunch, just put lunch in there. I will send them the link to sign up. And if you happen to be listening to this after the 18th, go ahead and still text me lunch and I'll send you the link so you can watch it. Oh, awesome. Okay. So the phone number is 440-296-3501. Yep. Is that right? And I'll put it down below in the show notes. You don't have to be frantically writing it down right now. Just swipe up on the podcast app that you're in and you'll be able to see that. But that'll be awesome because we're visual learners too. I love learning from podcasts, but seeing the actual products that you're putting in will be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's the first time that I've done anything like this online. I've done it in schools and I've done it in person and it, it works out great. But to know that this can be to a greater audience, size audience and it's not just limited to one area makes me so happy. So I'm excited to do it. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Maria. You're such a wealth of knowledge and you just just so are so balanced in the approach. And so whether we're overwhelmed or we've been focused on the kids nutrition for a really long time, there's just something for everybody. So thank you for being on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun spending time with you. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the well podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the well.